ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being with here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Germany, Australia, and Ireland, and in the states of Texas, New York, and Connecticut. And to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 105,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is turn fear into love. Fear is an illusion. Use it to create the positive. When you go into fear, ask yourself, what quality of love do I need more of? Compassion, forgiveness, patience, empathy, gratitude, understanding. Then look for ways to bring that quality of love more strongly into your life. When we get hurt emotionally by the actions of someone else, most of us respond by shutting down a part of our heart. We put up a wall of energy to protect ourselves from further harm. If we keep doing this, the barrier becomes difficult or impossible to penetrate, and we can't fully give or receive love. We learn to settle for crumbs because of the fear of being overwhelmed by more pain. In truth, the exact opposite is the healthy response. When someone hurts us, we can learn to open our hearts more. You can do this by complimenting yourself and feeling good about yourself. Use this affirmation daily or when you are in fear. I am beautiful. I am wise. I deserve to be loved. I am willing and allowing love. I allow it. I deserve it. I am it. When you love your true self and give it positive affirmations, you come from the place of spirit and soul. It strikes a chord and goes into the deepest parts of your mind, body, and soul. It's a profound way to stop self-sabotage and self-destructive patterns. The more you follow this advice, the more open your heart chakra will become. When it is fully open, turquoise light comes in, surrounds you, and protects you. Closing down is a learned condition and not the true self. Allowing your heart to fully open is our true state of being. 
My next workshop is Mastering Your Thoughts, Transforming Negative Thoughts into Positive Ones. Most people believe that once a thought is in your mind, it's there permanently. With the right techniques, however, we can actually eliminate the thoughts, beliefs, and memories that hurt us. We have at least 60,000 thoughts a day, and about 90% of those are negative. Even more disturbing is that we keep repeating the same negative thoughts over and over again from day to day, week to week, and year to year. Many of these thoughts are not even our own. They have been given to us by other people who told us what we were good at and not good at, who we should be and not be, what we should do and not do. All of these judgments restrict our freedom of choice and our joy. They affect our self-esteem, self-confidence, relationships, health, energy, and even financial abundance. In fact, they affect every area of our lives. When we add all of our own self-criticism, guilt, and painful memories, our mind becomes a place that is constantly hurting us. This does not have to be the case. We can take back our, our power and control over our own mind. As we let go of negative thoughts, we become more positive in word, thought, and deed, resulting in ever-increasing happiness, peace of mind, joy, prosperity, and good health. In this experiential workshop, you will discover and dissolve the hidden barriers to your having more positive thoughts. Master techniques to remove harmful thoughts and memories. Experience the joy of positive thoughts. Receive techniques to use on your own and leave feeling better about yourself. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to learn more and to register. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life. And let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Lee McCormick, who is here to talk about harnessing the heart's ability to heal anxiety, depression, and trauma. I received this meal after our show last week with Elena Manis, who talked about her book, Soul Dog, A Journey into the Spiritual Life of Animals. Stefan wrote, I listened to your show in a park by a small lake and watched people interacting with their pets. I could see what your guest was passionately conveying about her sweet dog, Brio. There was no denying that these animal companions are spiritual presences blessing our lives. 
Thank you for having Elena Manis on to share her story and the clear reality that both our physical and spiritual lives are blessed with the sweetest of our worldly companions who have the ability to comfort us from and within every realm. Elena grew from believing that dogs were supposed to be submissive to viewing her beloved Brio as an equal and even a teacher. She went from thinking she was incapable of having a healthy relationship with a man or a dog to discovering her deep connection with Brio and a love that continued after he he passed to the other side. She had help in this awakening. She thought, sought the advice of a pet psychic because of her difficulty in training Brio. That opened the door to her seeing him as a real being with feelings and thoughts. Her pet psychic was even able to use long-distance healing to cure a spinal problem that prevented Brio from walking and that the vet said was untreatable. In the afterlife, Brio is still spending time with Elena. The pet psychic is able to describe places and smells where Brio has recently been by Elena's side. Brio is communicating his ongoing love through the pet psychic who is in California and has never been to the places she's describing in New York. Having these experiences led Elena to read new research by well-respected researchers which provide scientific evidence that animals have feelings, thoughts, and problem-solving capabilities. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on the spiritual life of animals, please listen to some of our shows like March 29, 2018 with Carlene Stange, The Wisdom Passion and Souls of Animals, March 29, 2018, with Margaret Winslow, Smartass, Life Lessons from a Beloved Donkey, and November 16, 2017, with Cack Young, The Supposedly Enlightened Person's Guide to Raising a Dog. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. My silver lining story today is actually three stories with different circumstances and different outcomes. As my regular listeners know, I've been working on healing my relationship with my sister who is on the other side. As I've worked through the layers of anger at being on the receiving end of her abuse and the impact it's had on my life and relationships, I finally came to true forgiveness. As I felt the anger drain from my body, I had a revelation. Forgiveness allowed me to release the anger, which in turn allowed me to release the pain and sadness, thereby opening the door for joy and healing. Relationships are complex and take two people. All we can do is our part. In the end, I also had to recognize my own responsibility in allowing the abuse because I didn't want to see what was really happening. I had a choice to keep that thick wall of anger and hurt around me 
or to finally drop the last layers, allow myself to feel the pain, let it pass through and heal. Doing that allowed me to open my heart to feeling more love and joy than I ever had before. I had a feeling of elation at just being alive in a world where I have so much to be grateful for. I can focus on the past or the present and the future. I choose to be grateful for the learning, the growth, the release from past pain, and the relief of no longer having to carry that burden. If you haven't seen the movie Stan and Ollie, I highly recommend it. I grew up watching their movies and absolutely loved them and their humor. The story this movie tells is a love story about two friends, perceived betrayal, heartbreak, and forgiveness. They were lucky that their partnership, loyalty to each other, and joy of creating laughter together helped them get over their hurt and truly feel the deep love they had for each other. They were both willing to grow and open their hearts. They made a healthy choice. My third story is about Sammy Davis Jr. I recently watched a documentary about his life, which I found very sad. I also grew up watching him on television and loving him as an entertainer. I had no idea about the story behind the scenes and the insults, betrayal, and prejudice he had to endure because of the color of his skin. I want to share a couple examples with you. In 1957, he and Kim Novak were forced to stop dating because she was white. Their careers were threatened, as were their lives. Then, after campaigning campaigning for President Kennedy, along with Frank Sinatra and others, he was invited to the inaugural party hosted by Sinatra. President Kennedy, out of fear of losing support from his constituents in the South, uninvited him, and his friend Frank Sinatra did not stand up for him. Afterwards, Sammy Davis Jr. said he would never allow anyone to get that close to him again. He would have friends, but not like in the past. The fear of that much pain caused him to keep his friends at a distance. I wish he had known what my guest today will be sharing. Lee McCormick is the founder of the Integrative Life Center in Nashville, the Ranch Recovery Center in Tennessee, and the Canyon Treatment Center in Malibu, California, and has been a creative force in the mental health and recovery scene for over 20 years. He founded Spirit Recovery Incorporated to produce healing and recovery conferences and spiritual journeys. Lee authored the Spirit Recovery Meditation Journal, co-authored Spirit Recovery Medicine Bag, and is the executive producer of the documentary Dreaming Heaven. His new co-authored book, Heart Reconnection Guidebook, is a masterpiece of heart-based healing created by a group of powerful friends sitting around a kitchen table. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. 
If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. I received these two messages recently from Facebook friends. Alice wrote, you always make me smile. Thank you, Paula. And Loopy wrote, love it. Thank you for sharing. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Mastering Your Thoughts, Transforming Negative Thoughts into Positive Ones, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today has, have you closed off your heart in any way to protect yourself from being hurt? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lee McCormick, who is here to talk about harnessing the heart's ability to heal anxiety, depression, and trauma. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down if you have closed off your heart in any way to protect yourself from being hurt again. And I'm so pleased to welcome Lee McCormick, who's here to talk about harnessing the heart's ability to heal anxiety, depression, and trauma. Welcome, Lee. Thanks, Paula. It's good to be with you. Well, I'm I'm well, thrilled to have you on the show, and I um it, it's it's fun also knowing that one of your co-authors is um, Dr. Joan Borisenko, who had been on one of my previous shows early on in my five years um, on the of having this show. So I'm thrilled to have you, and I um, was wondering how the um, this idea of the Heart Reconnection book, guidebook, came about because so much focus in our society is on our mind and our thoughts and how that controls everything. And we don't get a lot of attention paid to the heart and its role in our lives and and the impact it has on our, li- on our life, on the quality of our life. Sure. Yeah, um, well, the the book actually, the idea behind the book um, came about when I was in Santa Fe for a mental health addictions conference, a U.S. Journal trainings conference, and Joan was part of that conference. Um, her husband, Gordon DeVeren, um, Holly Cook, who is a therapist that I work with here in Nashville at the Integrative Life Center at our program, Mary Faulkner, who was the primary writer on the book. Mary and I really created the majority of the book, and then Joan and the other authors contributed. Um, There were a whole group of us, and we were having a conversation around the mental health addictions world, um, around healing, around, you know, just being happy and content and at peace and enjoying your life, and the challenge in the mental health addictions treatment space um, that, you know, the fact is outcomes in the addictions mental health treatment realm, outcomes have, have not really improved over the last 30 or 40 years. And it's, an, it's a very daunting fact. Um, and between all of us, because we had such a broad array of backgrounds and experiences, we all had the same... I guess you could say the same foundational feeling around this, that there was something really important missing in the paradigm. There was something in the foundation of how we approach people in healing and in recovery um, that was just not true, basically. Um, and what we, what we all agreed on is that, you know, the foundational connection that, you make with a person who's looking at their life, who's trying to sort their life out or they're wanting to deal with 
you know, the limiting beliefs or behaviors, whether it's addictions or eating disorders or depression, whatever the manifestation is, PTSD, you know, living in this world is tough. We humans are, we humans have made quite a mess of our human reality. And we keep passing the woundedness on from generation to generation. Um, we medicate the symptoms rather well. Our entire culture is, is largely created around medicating anxiety and fear. Um, you know, so we've developed a, whole, a lot of different ways of medicating symptoms, but we've not really drilled down into what's the foundational disconnect here that, that is really the underlying cause for all this anxiety and judgment and fear. Um, and what we, what we came to is that, you know, in order for us to meet people in a, in a way and meet people with an energy that is accepting of who they are really and that is respectful of each individual who's out there, you know, looking for so, uh, some solutions or, or looking to, to change the quality of their life, in order to make that connection in the deepest sense, you have to meet them from a place of respect for who they are. Um, and for the fact that, you know what, we all end up with messes in our lives. We all have things happen to us in life that break our heart, that, that hurt us, that traumatize us, um, that disappoint us. And unless we are meeting people from a place of respect for the truth of who they are really, then we don't, then, then you were saying it earlier, then we don't open up. You know, we, our heart doesn't open. Our spirit doesn't open. We don't energetically step into the healing process. We may be involved in a healing process, but we're still guarded nonetheless. We're always guarded because when we feel threatened, when we, and judgment is an aspect of, of threat, actually, because when we're judging or we move into a realm of judgment, the energy of judgment is confrontational. Um, it's, it's conflicting, you know, so we naturally shut down to some degree. So for people to really heal, if you meet them from a place of respect and you're patient with their process and your focus is to help them raise themselves up to be who they choose to be, not to be what we might expect their life should look like. But we're here to raise them up so that they can step into their life and own their dreams and own their goals and own their dysfunction, own their challenges and their messes, all for the purpose of learning how to unravel that stuff, how to, how to work your way out of the roles and the identities and the messages that, that we've run through our mind over and over again. Um, all the ways that we have come to go against ourselves so that we can unravel all that stuff and let it go over time and recreate our relationship with ourselves from a heart-centered place as opposed to a mind-centered place because the mind is really the seat of judgment. You know, it's the mind that, that re responds and reacts and feeds on fear, not the heart. The heart doesn't judge. 
mind judges. Um, the heart is really the seat of our spirit and our soul. And I'm not just talking about, of course, the, the romantic heart. I'm talking about the consciousness of the heart, the consciousness of the spirit. Uh, that's really beautiful. And so my thought is, so how does one do that? Because we've been trained to live in our head. Yeah, we have. It's the nature of our culture. And, you know, each of us is born into this world where we're all, every one of us is a unique individual. Um, there have never been two, hum- two humans created exactly the same. And there certainly have never been two humans that born into this world have lived the same reality or the same array of experiences. You know, even in a family, you can have four or five kids in, in a family. Well, you've got four or five unique experiences going on there because each of us is born in a particular place and time. You know, we're each born into the reality of that family at the moment that we arrive. And the children, the kids that come before you, the kids that come after you, that entire reality shifts and evolves as each family member comes in or goes out. So our experiences in this world are really unique to us. And yes, of course, we can agree on some common baseline points, you know, that up is up and down is down and what a chair and a table are. Um, we can agree on on how we measure our beliefs or the beliefs that we hold or the ideas that we share. We can, we can agree on the basis of all of that. And still at the same time, you and I could agree on, on a statement, but you're going to have your interpretation of that statement and how it fits in your heart, in your soul, in your psyche, and I'm going to have my own unique relationship with that agreement. Although we agree in principle, our relationship with, with everything in life is really unique to us, and we don't acknowledge that. Our culture doesn't acknowledge that. You know, our culture is very reason-driven um, and, and very physical world-oriented. Um, and it just is what it is. Of course, it's the way we're domesticated when we're born into our culture. We're domesticated and taught and educated to fit into the existing system. That for us to have value, for me to have value, I have to learn to be compliant with the values of the world that I was born into, and I'm going to have to learn to live my version of good enough, my story of good enough, is going to be based in the interpretations and the values of the world that I've inherited when I was born here, okay? And the truth is, that inherited legacy, that overlay of value and domestication that each of us goes through, it may or may not be true at all, because of great majority of the things that we believe in our culture are actually not true, but it's what everybody's agreed to believe. The other piece is it may or may not be congruent with the truth of my own heart and spirit. Like, I've, gosh, and I know you have too, but I've worked with so many people over the years that could be in their, their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 
and they come to a crisis point in their life where they may be successful. They can be very successful on the world's terms, but they feel completely disconnected from any sense of true contentment or peace, or they they don't have an innate sense of value, that they're just good enough because they're here, because God saw fit to create them. You know, there's no inherent value in our being here. We're taught that value has to be earned according to the the values of our culture and of society. So, you know, there there's that saying that Jesus has given credit for, that you can't serve two masters. But we're born into this world with a heart and a spirit that is of, you could say, of the divine. Like, we don't know where we come from, and we're here. We don't really know where we come from. We can believe whatever we want to believe, but the truth is we do not know. And yet we're here. And we have this amazing opportunity. We have this amazing array of experience in this world as human beings. And yet we're not taught as children that we have an innate value because the Creator blessed us with a life in this world. We're taught that we're only as good as our grades or our belief in a particular interpretation of God, or we're only as good as our socioeconomic status, or only as good as we are cool or attractive, you know. So the inherent value of our heart and spirit is immediately compromised, and we inherit this conflicted state of, you know, do I follow my heart and my soul? Do I get to know who I am really and and pursue the things that that feel correct to me? Or do I need to live my whole life from a place of reason and of the mind and of judgment and fear and comparison? And, you know, typically for most of us, um, well, probably for 98% of us, you know, we try and, and sort out living life on the world's terms, um, and we sacrifice our relationship with our authenticity over that. And it's a setup. I agree with you 100%, and it's profoundly difficult when you risk um, the judgment of the people who who you depend on, who you think you need to love you, because their love is conditional based upon your being who they want you to be and you're fitting into that system that the family wants and that society wants. And when you risk, um, it's a huge risk to step out and discover who am I really and what do I really want. And I think the fear of losing um, what little love we do have and conditional love we do have is a huge barrier to investigating and stepping out into our true self. Yeah, exactly. It really is. And, you know, I think these challenges on on a level, all these challenges and the conflict and the fear and the anxiety, all of those, all those aspects of our human experience, they really call us out. You know, it's like, how long can you live feeling feeling less than? How long can you live being frustrated? How long can you live at odds with 
you know, what's in your, what your heart's called to do or your soul's called to do. And then like, as you just said, um, the demands and the conditionality and the judgment of the expectations that you have taken on that were put on you in this world and in life, you know, do we honor the truth of who we really are? Do we honor the truth of who the Creator created us to be? Or do we give all of our faith to this world of man with all its judgments and its fears and its projections? It's, you know, you really can't serve two masters. Not very well. <laughs> you, can, you can negotiate between the two, and you certainly can live in this world and have a great, and have a job that you just show up for your job to make a living because you got to have money to get along in the world. And you can also realize, and I, 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 I have this conversation with people pretty regularly, you can realize that, you know what, your job is great, it's providing for you, you're good at it, and you make, a, you make the money you need to make in order to take care of yourself, and maybe your job is not, is not there to be fulfilling for you. Maybe your job's not about fulfilling your soul. Maybe... You go to work, and then you have an other life, and you make peace with the job that you have or the career you're in, and you engage yourself in practices and in points of view um, and in the way you hold yourself and you hold your relationships. That allows you to fulfill that heart and soul part of yourself at the same time. You know, it's so much of our suffering, actually, is really an invitation from life for us to, to really pay attention to what we're doing. You know, suffering can be a curse if you live in relationship with suffering as a victim. But living as a victim is probably one of the most disempowering relationships that we can live with ourselves. When we cast ourselves as a victim, we really cut our legs out from under us. Yes, we have awful experiences. Yes, terrible things happen to us. And that doesn't mean that that defines what we are. That means that we've just had some bad experiences. You know, when we go into a victim role, we're actually defining ourselves by our experiences in the world. And that I, victim that victim mindset is really prevalent in in our western culture. And so let's after break come back and talk more about how we can use suffering for a a positive way rather than feeling helpless and hopeless and stuck and how we can um, use some of the techniques in your book to, to reconnect with our heart. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on all our shows, a chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out 
creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what you're going to do to begin to heal your heart. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lee McCormick to talk more about harnessing the heart's ability to heal anxiety, depression, and trauma. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to begin to heal your heart. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how a spirit guide named Shia can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Lee McCormick talking about harnessing the heart's ability to heal anxiety, depression, and trauma. And Lee, I'll just share with the audience that what um, we were talking about over break um, was how we can use the suffering and turn it into motivation to heal and how challenging that can be, especially when you've grown up with um, overwhelming fear. 
and a sense of, you know, walking on eggshells and being afraid to speak or to act that to incur the wrath of um, of a parent or or a sibling or a teacher, and and that was my um, upbringing, and so that it 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 seemed um, almost impossible, and yet the trauma of staying um, where I was and the way I was just became uh, uh, to a point where I had no choice, where I really had to take that that move forward. And it feels so scary and impossible, and yet once you do it, it becomes, um, you know, you wonder why you didn't do it sooner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and like we said on the break again, we don't have a reference point for our life being different. You know, we don't know any better. We only know what we've lived and what we've experienced. Um, and that's especially true in our mind. Our mind is, is really a computer hard drive is a physical reflection of the way the mind operates. So from the moment of birth until whatever point you're at in your life, our entire life's experience is imprinted in our mind. And the, and the emotional reactions and responses to our experiences, it's all imprinted in our emotional body. And so when we live from a reason and mind-oriented place in life, when my go-to for all my solutions, all my questions, all my choices and decisions, when I'm constantly going to my mind and my reason looking for answers, I'm, com- I'm, I'm continuously going back into my known experience of myself and of life. There's nothing more in the mind. The mind can't, the mind doesn't understand or comprehend beyond the limitations of its own experience. Now, it can be creative and it can dream, but we don't have faith in our ability to dream typically. We have faith in what we think we know. We have faith and we give our faith to what we have experienced. And that's how we define ourselves and how we define the world. When we learn to shift our attention from that place of the mind and the frequency of the mind, the feeling, I could say like right now, and this is something that's in the book, in the Heart Reconnection Guidebook. You know, if you sit, close your eyes, and put your attention in your mind and in your thoughts, and you just sit and be a witness to those thoughts and how it feels, how does it feel? giving 100% of your attention to your mind. Just no judging it. Just feel it. Just be a witness with it. Sit with it. Well, then you take some breaths, and you breathe yourself and your attention from your mind, and you breathe it down into your body. And use your imagination. So you breathe yourself down into what I, what I call my heart center. And so I imagine that my attention is dropping down into the center of my being, into my heart, and I breathe from that place and breathe into that place. And again, just sit with it. But practice like this, if you'll practice, practice this over time, and it, you, may, you may, the first time you do it, you may feel a profound difference in the, the experience of the energy of the mind 
as compared to the energy of the heart. And you may not be able to just sense any difference at all. Trust me, if you'll give it a chance, if you'll develop a practice with it, you will begin to sense the difference in the frequency of putting our attention in those two different aspects of ourselves as humans. As we establish a connection to that heart center, we begin to establish a connection to an entire other reference point for our choices, for our decisions, for our relationship to ourselves and our relationship to the world. It's like the difference of thinking about someone and truly being in love with someone. That love comes through us from the inside out. And it's that amazing grounded feeling of loving someone or something that you feel in your body, as opposed to if you just cut the body awareness off and tell a story about it from the mind. It's rather flat. There's, not, there's no deep abiding energy to the mind story, if, if you follow me. So developing a practice of shifting our attention from the mind and then breathing it down into the body, there's practices like this in the Heart Reconnection Guidebook. And it gives us a new reference point. But we have to take responsibility for the practice of reconnecting to that new reference point. You can't take a pill. That won't work. You know, it's, you, you cannot negotiate with the mind to be anything other than what the mind is. So our greatest ally can be found by reconnecting to our heart and our body and our spirit. That, that's, that is our life. You know, that is, I'm not my body. I'm the energy and the light and the consciousness that gives life to this body. So I want to bring my attention back to living in relationship to my own life force. That's so beautifully said. Um, and, and it occurred to me, too, that with all the um, energy that's put in our society into keeping the brain healthy, we don't put enough time and energy into keeping the heart healthy except for exercise. But that's on the physical level, not on the emotional level. And that's what causes heart attacks and congestive heart failure, even more so than how many steps you walk. I'm not saying don't exercise. I'm saying we need both. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, you could say to everybody that's listening, the next time you have an important decision to make, or an important choice to make, of course use your mind and think about it. Use your reason to assess it. Then shift your attention out of the mind and, and breathe yourself into your body and see how that decision or those choices, see how it feels. Create, develop the ability to drop into a feeling sense of the choices you need to make because the body never lies to us. Our mind will lie to us in a heartbeat because the mind's very invested in what it believes needing to be right. The body has no such attachment, and the body doesn't operate from fear. So if we learn to develop a sense-oriented reference point in making our decisions, the nature of our decisions, you'll find, will end up being 
much more aligned with our heart and spirit than if we're just simply reasoning ourselves through all of our decisions and choices. I love that. That is so powerful and so true. And I so appreciate having you on the show and all the information that you've shared, including these last two techniques, which I hope people use, and then also purchase your book, The Heart Reconnection Guidebook, because we've only covered the tip of the iceberg. There is so much important information here, and we need to reconnect with our heart. That's where the truth lies, as you said. The mind can deceive because it likes control. We need to to do the work to reconnect with our heart. I'd also like to encourage people to go to your website, spiritrecovery.com and I thank you so much Lee and wish you well thank you you bet Paula my other website is integrativelifecenter.com also that's our program here in Nashville Integrative Life Center wonderful thank you so much and many blessings and I'd like to thank and I'd like to thank all of you for listening for joining us today for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Mastering Your Thoughts, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, or remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, discovering hope, and silver linings. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and fears and reconnects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their health, relationships, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to Shia, who helps people heal their heart. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to remove your fear or 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 fear of being hurt again. Use your own words or say something like, Shia, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be less fearful and be more available to giving and receiving love. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal my anxiety or my childhood trauma of emotional abuse. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Melinda Kelly will talk about finding the right coach for you. March 28, when Rachel Beck will talk about finding your way when life changes your plans. And April 4th, when Julie Paddock will talk about when life falls apart, you don't have to. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by 
by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.